0: Hey, it's Tito Jeff Fedolf here with the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks for tuning in. Um, the Ohio State men picked up a huge win on the road at Illinois last night, 86 to 83. Um, it was really it was a back and forth game, but not in the traditional back and forth game where it was, you know, a nit, nip and tuck all the way through. This contest had extremes for both sides. Um, Illinois jumped out to a 21 8 lead, thanks in large part to the toward start by Al- Alfonso Plummer. Uh, the Buckeyes chipped away at the deficit. Closed the first half on a 6-0 run, took a, and they were down uh, 37-36 after 20 minutes. Then OSU started the second half with a 15-2 run to take a uh, 52-39 lead. So uh, then the Buckeye just kept building and building. It was 74-58 to after a layup by uh, Malachi Branham with 5.58 left before Illinois Rally got to within one point. It was 84-83 to uh, after a Trent Frazier uh, basket with 14 seconds left. And then uh, Kyle Young and Cedric Russell of Ohio State both missed um, half of the two-shot penalties and they got to the line, but uh, OSU held on 86-83. So uh, this Illinois team is going to be a problem in the tournament, especially if Plummer's hitting. He was 8 of 10 on threes. He finished with 26 points. Uh, Kofi Coburn is a load. And even though he had just 12 points and three rebounds before fouling out, he was a huge factor. And Ohio State had a hard time adjusting to him. Um, and if he's playing more efficiently, this Illinois team seriously is going to be very tough to beat come March. Uh, Coburn and uh, Coleman Hawkins both fouled out for Illinois. Um, Illinois was hit with some flagrant fouls. It was a physical game. Uh, um, you know, uh, Coach Brad Underwood was tossed after picking up a second technical for Illinois. Look, the Buckeyes were 26 out of 32 from the free throw line, and Illinois was 11 of 17. So there's a 15 shot difference, shot attempt difference. It was an incredibly physical game, but I don't think it was officiated that strongly one way or the other. There were a couple of calls that maybe could have gone either way that went Ohio State's way. Uh, but I, I don't think that any anything in deciding what the winner was. And don't tell me about the free throws. Well, Ohio State had this many free throws. If Illinois had this many, it would have been a different score. In the flow of the game, I'm saying the uh, the fact that the, the foul um, difference is not what decided this game ultimately. Uh, Illinois fouled late, and they were trying to catch up. And like I said, there were some calls that I thought, there were like two or three could have gone this way or that way that may have gone Ohio State's way, but it wasn't so bad to see Underwood as upset as he got. Um, And like I said, it's not what ended up deciding who won this game. Kyle Young carried this team offensively early. Uh, He finished with 18 points on six of seven shooting, led the Buckeyes with seven rebounds, and uh, again, did what he always does. He, there's a couple of times where he um, he gets the big rebound, makes the big stop, uh, tips the ball to somebody. Um, so you know it's Kyle Young continues do little things. And like I said, I, I've said this before. I hope that um, Seth Towns can come back for Ohio State next year, maybe fill that role for the Buckeyes. Uh, EJ Liddell still getting his legs back. He missed short at times when he which he never does. Like on a free throw, he missed short. And uh, he still scored 21 points, blocked four shots, made some big plays down the stretch. The star, again, was Malachi Brandon, the freshman. He was 10 of 14 from the field, 10 of 11 from the line, and finished with 31 points. And the stat line, although impressive, if you watch how he operates, it was so much better. He is so smart with the basketball. And uh it, 10 of 14 from the field. That's very efficient. He's not a post guy. You know, he's a guy who gets shots drive to the hole or a mid-range jumper, so... It's not like he's sitting there just 10 to 14 on dunks. He had some difficult shots in there, and he was smart with the basketball. And Ohio State had the ball in his hands down the stretch in a close game, much like they did with Indiana, and that's going to be the theme going forward. Uh Malachi, though, uh, he made a play that's not going to get much attention. Uh, Ohio State was struggling late in the game with Illinois' pressure in the backcourt. Ohio State's inbounding the ball trying to get it past the half-court line, and Illinois pressuring Ohio State into making poor decisions. Um Ohio State was Throwing some lazy lob passes to stationary players that were being picked off by Illinois or t- Illinois or tipped away by Illinois, and late in the game, Branham got the ball. And it was uh, halfway between like the baseline and midcourt, and instead of throwing one of those lazy passes um, to a player standing still, he led a teammate with a pass, and it results in getting the ball up the court past half court, and it, it was just it was an important play because Ohio State was having no success. Moving the ball past half court um, in a smooth way, and it's just a play that you know. I, I think that I can't remember who it was he threw the ball to, but the the player was a bit stationary at first. But uh, the way that Branham threw the ball, he led him to force him to go get it, and the momentum carried the uh, the player past half court and gave the Buckeyes the ball um, in a situation where Illinois then had to foul. So those are the kind of things that aren't going to show up on the highlight reel. It uh, won't show up in the uh, on the stat sheet, anything like that but nonetheless was a very important play for Ohio State and shows you just how important and how good Malachi Branham is as a freshman beyond what seriously mature beyond his years uh, the buckeyes 18 and 7 now overall 11 and 5 in the conference they're at Maryland Sunday before closing with three home games in the regular season ohio state now still very importantly fourth in the conference game and a half lead on Rutgers. They're also just a half game behind Illinois for third. So it's going to be a fantastic photo finish there in the Big Ten Conference. Ohio State's got to stay in that top four. Switching over to the women. On my last podcast, I discussed how the Buckeyes will likely never have a completely ice cold night from three because of all the great shooters they have. Well, they proved me wrong. And uh, last night, they still rolled uh, Penn State 78-55. The win clinched no worse than fourth for Kevin McGuff's squad in the conference, ensures the double-buy in the conference tourney, just like on the men's side we're hoping for with the Buckeyes. OSU, though, made just 5 of 25 shots from beyond the arc. Uh, Taylor Sell scored 19 points. She was 3 of 8 from deep, so that means the rest of the team was 2 for 17, which uh, usually would spell trouble, but Ohio State, so much better than Penn State, they still walked away with a 23-point win. Uh, very importantly, very impressively, I should say, the Nittany Lions' leading scorer, McKenna Marissa came in averaging better than 20 points a game. The Buckeyes held her to 10 points on 3 of 18 shooting and forced her into 6 turnovers. Other relevant action last night, uh, Michigan defeated Michigan State 62-51. to Iowa uh, won 87-78. to So now the Buckeyes remain a half game behind the Wolverines for first place in the conference. Like Ohio State, Iowa's also 13-4. and four. The Buckeyes 21-5, and 13-4, by the way. Iowa's also 13-4, and four, half game back in the conference. Uh, Maryland 12-4. and four, Indiana's 11-4. Now, the Terrapins and Hoosiers play tonight, so one of those teams will pick up a critical fifth conference loss. On Sunday, Ohio State's at Michigan State. Iowa hosts Michigan. So uh, Sunday's going to be a big day in the Big Ten to see where people are going to be seated uh, when it gets to the tournament. But Ohio State, most importantly, Kevin McGuff's squad, you know, Now 21 wins on the regular season, a lock for the NCAA tournament for the first time in a few years since they've been there, and um, uh, looks like they still have a, they still have a shot at getting the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament. We'll see what happens there, but guaranteed top four. That's it for the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito, at That Happens on Twitter. Uh, listen, subscribe, like, share, all those things for this podcast. I appreciate it, and have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.